Podbean and Apple iTunes. We're podcasting. Welcome, Podbean and Apple iTunes. I am Cap Spanish. We're going to talk about The Last of Us 2. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Uh, the the ending, uh, and just just all the crazy moments in it. So let's get into it, guys. Uh, I took I did take some notes. <clears throat> also, I should mention I've stayed completely blind on everything before it released and after it released. So I don't really know the general consensus of what a lot of critics are saying. I know that's getting high scores. Um, there are some people who have given it low scores, um, but um, I haven't looked into what the reasons are for that. So I really want to give my unfiltered sort of unbiased, uh, look at this. All right. So where do we start? My God, this is okay. So the game starts off slow. First of all, it is a long game. It's longer than I thought. It took me about 40 hours to clear, to clear it. I, uh, but I, I'm also a completionist, so it's probably about a 30 hour game. A lot longer than I thought. There are a lot of times where you think it's going to end and it does not. The game starts off very slow, uh, which is sort of how the first Last of Us was. Uh, uh, the same thing happened to me with the first Last of Us, where I played a little bit of it. I played like half of it, and then I fell off for a few months. And then when I came back to it, I was like really engaged. Same thing happened here. I don't know what it is, but the first time I play these games, I'm not fully engaged until I come back. Then I, then I was into it. <clears throat> so, all right. The game is about revenge. They've been saying that from the beginning. This is a tale of revenge. Uh, and uh, so it was pretty obvious that somebody was going to die that's close to Ellie. It's either probably going to be Dina or Joel. Uh, I always kind of figured it'd be Joel because she has more of an attachment to her. And it's sure enough, it is Joel that gets killed pretty early on, in fact. Um, the scene is handled well. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so I wasn't super shocked there, but it was still it was a, it was a powerful scene. Um, so that sets off, that's where the game really starts, is when Joel gets brutally murdered. He gets murdered by this girl, Abby, and her whole crew. <clears throat> and you're not totally sure why at first. Okay, uh, so you had that, and that's what sets things off. Now, um, Dina is kind of a, um, Ellie's girlfriend. She's also pregnant. Dun, dun, dun. So they set off, Dina is kind of the more sobering, voice of the relationship but uh Dina's also a little crazy too like Ellie but uh she's more of sort of a quiet crazy um okay let's see I did take some notes because man there's so much to talk about here there's just a lot of different factions in the game and there's the WLFs uh who are kind of this militant group uh that they're, they're, they're the wolves which is Abby's crew. You have the Scars, the Seraphites. They're kind of like religious, um, <clears throat> almost like anti-technology kind of people. Uh, and and they, they kind of worship this deity type lady figure. Um, it's kind of interesting because the game, one of the most powerful things is it's about revenge, but it's also about perspective, the theme of this game. It's about showing that people may seem evil and they may do evil things, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're fully evil. Uh, we'll get into all that. Okay. So there's one really powerful scene that happens around the middle of the game. Ellie goes out on this quest to find Abby for revenge for Joel. So, and, and uh, she's also looking for Tommy as well. And um, which is Joel's, uh, I think it's his brother, right? And so she, is on the on the heels. 
she does find this lady Nora who's close to Abby and this is maybe the most powerful scene in the game for me when she finds Nora and kills Nora it is insane she chases down Nora in this in a hospital I think it was and like <clears throat> she eventually corners Nora right and uh the scene is, is so well done. The voice acting in this game, the writing. I mean, Naughty Dog is best in class. They've always been. And this just proves it again that they're just they're the best when it comes to cinematic storytelling. You know, I love games. I think games are superior to TV and movies. Uh, and I'm sorry, I'm rambling. I know I'll get to the Nora thing. But they, the one thing about games that are weak in my opinion, has always been the writing and the storytelling. I, I almost never feel emotional connection to, to video games, no matter how hard they try. This game is an exception. When she kills Nora, like, it's crazy because you really, I've never felt a character's emotions or rage more than <clears throat> I did in that situation, especially when she corners Nora. Nora's basically helpful. She's going to die anyway because the spores have got her. And uh, when she talks about Joel killing Joel it makes it seem like she's gonna be repentant and be and feel sorry and say like ah oh, you know we did we did what we had to do I, you know <clears throat> he was a bad guy we had to kill him no she's I forget her exact comment but she makes a comment like basically saying that like man screw him and I'm glad to hear him scream basically and at that point I was in Ellie's shoes I was like you know what I know this is wrong to kill an un a defenseless person but they make you hit that button and they show you from the perspective of Nora and and the scene's lit all kind of red and Ellie's face is like crazy she's distorted and she goes nuts we'll talk about that um and then she basically cuz she wants Nora to talk and it's like and she's like you will talk Nora you will tell me where Abby is Nora's like I am not talking so you have to like hit the square button to like beat Nora badly and the scene cuts away <clears throat> we see uh, uh, Ellie talking to Dina back at the theater and, and uh, Dina's like what happened and she's like I made her talk so basically she tortured the hell out of Nora probably killed her too <clears throat> and got her to talk and uh, it was such a powerful scene Th that to me is top 10 moments of 2020 gaming that was like incredible and um i you know the game wants you to like feel bad for your decisions and normally i do and i still do about the nora thing but man like when in that moment i felt ellie's rage big time and that is a testament to the game so you had that okay <clears throat> the nora scene for me most powerful scene in the game personally Okay, then you go, uh, and you had some interesting flashbacks. You had, uh, one of them was really good. You had a flashback of Ellie and Joel at a dinosaur museum exhibit. Um, I believe it was for Ellie's birthday. Um, and that was really sweet. They were kind of replicating the sort of giraffe scene from The Last of Us Part 1. It was really cool. And one of the cool things about it, too, is that at the end of it, you go in this little pod. There's like a space exhibit. Um, and, uh... And then Joel, the gift to her is that he has this cassette tape of astronauts launching. I forget what mission it was. Um, but then Ellie has on the headphones. She's got the space helmet on and she closes her eyes and hears this tape and pretends like she's lifting off, which was really a powerful scene. And it highlights, I think, one of the themes that Ellie 
um she's just looking for like reprieve from this world she's looking for like liberation you know to be free from this world and to get as far away from it as possible and i think that was what was going on the symbolism there of like being in a rocket ship her eyes closed she's off out in space don't have to worry about this crazy sick world that this is the only world she's known right she always talks to joel about like oh man people did this like before the apocalypse because <clears throat> all she's ever known is the apocalypse which is probably why she has lost her freaking mind dude growing up in this world as a child is almost certainly going to make you emotionally sick and it does she goes nuts and we will talk about that um I mean, I guess we could talk about it now. I mean, I, she clearly has shell shock. Now it's known as PTSD. It used to be called shell shock. Um, Ellie is possibly a psychopath. And I don't mean psychopath in the way that a lot of people talk about psychopathy, which is like generic term for serial killer. Being a psychopath is very rare. It's very specific. Van Gogh was a psychopath. It has nothing really to do with murdering people and being evil. That's more of a sociopath thing. It's more of... It's you have like visual and auditory uh, hallucinations, and that's what Ellie has. She has these hallucinations. Um, it's not overt necessarily, but she she has these like occasional glimpses. Like that's why I'm not sure if she is a psychopath because it's not like a full on hallucination, but it kind of is. Anyway, she goes absolutely nuts. Her face contorts in like mm, crazy ways and. She also, I think, loses a lot of weight throughout the game. Like, she gets skinnier. Um, <clears throat> so she goes crazy. Okay, we'll, we'll get more to that. Now, this whole adventure, quote-unquote, to, to get revenge, culminates in a scene in a theater where she's there with Jesse and Dina. Jesse's a, a friend. And uh, all of a sudden, stuff happens, and Jesse's he's dead. He's shot. Abby's there. <clears throat> and Abby takes uh, oh tommy yeah yeah tommy's there too shoots tommy doesn't kill him we don't think and it all comments in the scene where like abby's there and and she's like in this whole showdown it's like uh oh what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and then cut and they 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 cut and all of a sudden your uh <clears throat> it cuts to um at that point i believe it cuts to uh <clears throat> I want to say that's the point where they cut to Ellie in like this shack, this house area with uh, Dina and and their child. So like it kind of, I guess it kind of flashes forward. I'm pretty sure that's when that happens. Um, and so you you're kind of like, what's happening? Like obviously, <clears throat> Abby didn't kill her. Did she kill Abby? We don't know. It's very strange. And then they start flashing back to Abby. This is when you start playing as Abby. Um, this is where I started to have problems with the game, really. <clears throat> I get what they're trying to do. You're playing as Abby. Um, and welcome, by the way. Welcome to, to the live uh, podcast. Hello, hello. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to... They want you to, to understand Abby's situation, right? And they do. Abby, you really sympathize with Abby. So much so that 
you really start to see Ellie for the monster that she is and like that maybe she's actually the bad guy, but no, Abby kind of is too. They're both very bad people basically is what it comes down to. And playing as Abby, it's kind of interesting because you see <clears throat> things from the different perspective. You see the hospital um, before you as Joel killed all those people in the first last of us. Well, now you're playing as Abby talking to all these people. They seem nice, you know? Um, so it's really kind of interesting in that, in that regard. Oh, my only problem with it is it went on, in my opinion, too long, especially after like all this crescendo of, of Ellie, like slowly going crazy. It reminded me of like, there will be blood that movie where he just slowly goes crazier and crazier until it reaches a fever pitch or Nightcrawler, another movie like that. And then <clears throat> it just cuts away. And then you're playing as Abby for like dozens of, I mean, I feel like dozens of hours, like <clears throat> a dozen hours, a while. And I feel like they could have trimmed that down. Like you don't need all that time to understand Abby's perspective. Um, uh, you do need a lot of time though. Cause for a while I, I was like, I know what you're doing game. You're trying to make me, sympathize with abby and be on her side and i was like obstinate i was like no i am not gonna do this like i'll i'll i know what you're doing game i'm not doing it eventually they did basically win me over i was still always team ellie and will always be team ellie um but i understand abby's perspective for sure they just could have done it in a shorter thing that's that's just to me they should have cut it down a little bit um, <clears throat> because, man, it went on forever. Uh, oh, and one thing I wanted to talk about, too, real quick, when when they cut. Um, OK, so, yeah, they, they cut back. I'm sorry, I took I, I took scattered notes. because I just beat this game. Um, yeah, so they finally cut back to the theater section. And again, you're playing as Abby and you're like going to the theater as Abby. Eventually, there's all kinds of stuff that happened before then. and her story is very similar to Ellie's story <clears throat> or Joel's story. In fact, it's um, like the parallels are so obvious and on the nose. So they're basically two people, two of the same people in many regards. And so you're playing as Abby, you get to the theater and then there's this whole section where like, you're trying to kill freaking Ellie. You're playing as Abby in the theater section. And like, it's brutal, man. Like you're, trying to kill ellie and on one hand you're like i understand she's she's a monster but on the other hand it's like i don't want to do this it was it was very powerful i'll give it that <clears throat> and one thing i will say one of the strong points about naughty dog in this game is that they always keep you guessing i'm telling you like i'm so many times where i'm like this could go either way like when i was playing as abby trying to kill um ellie Normally, in a TV show or a game or a movie, I'd be like, there's no way they're going to kill off the main protagonist, quote unquote. They're just trying to make me think that the main character is going to die, but they're not. So I'm kind of out of the drama. No, this time I thought there was a, I thought there was a 50 50 chance that they were going to kill Ellie and they were going to have me kill Ellie. Um, <clears throat> and that's a testament to, to, to Naughty Dog. Like, they threw a lot of surprises at you and the fact that you played as Abby so long, like made you really question what would happen next. I mean, 
And that was the thing. When I was playing as Abby, I'm like, uh, <clears throat> I'm playing. And at first I thought I'm just going to play for her for a little bit. And then I'm like looking at the skill tree and more and more things are unlocking on the skill tree. And I'm like, wait a minute. <clears throat> and then you're collecting these quarters. And I'm like, are there going to be 50 quarters to collect? Like, is this the rest of the game? I, I mean, I, I was thinking that, yeah, this is the rest of the game. And at the end, I'm going to have to kill Ellie. So what happens at the culmination of it? This is one of my big problems with the game in general. Well, Abby wins the fight against Ellie. Uh, her friend Lev also like joins in on the fight at the end. Dina joins in on the fight at the end. Uh, they both get hit. Uh, and um, <clears throat> so basically what happens is Abby's going to kill. She's gonna, She wants to kill Ellie, but then she goes to Dina because I forget why she wants her to talk or something like that. And, and uh, Ellie's like, no, don't kill Dina. She's pregnant. So Abby steps away from Dina, which I totally get. But then Abby's like, don't let me see you around anymore to Ellie. And that really kind of bothered me because I feel like the game was cheating. <clears throat> they were cheating. And this comes up later at the end that the ending we'll talk about of how I think they were cheating. What time are we at? Wow, we're at 17 minutes long. Um, I think this is going to be long because we're also doing a podcast, actually. Uh, I may cut it off on YouTube. They, they cheated, in my opinion, in that moment because everything, you're playing as Ellie, you're playing as Abby, it all culminates to this crazy fight at the end. And then just as we're finally getting to to resolution, even if it makes me feel uncomfortable, whatever resolution it is, because these people are both monsters and I'm not really rooting for anybody. Abby just walks away and she gives no good reason for it. Like if you're going to do that, if you're going to cheat on the emotion and not kill one of the main characters, you got to give better reason for that. <clears throat> Ellie's not pregnant. So I, I was really kind of bothered by that. Um, I guess on one hand, you can argue that they subvert your expectations because you're thinking somebody's going to die here. And uh, I certainly didn't predict that Abby would just walk away randomly. But at the same time, I don't know, man. Like, you need a better excuse for that. You need something. Or at least have it where, like, it crescendo. It, it, you need to build that up where, like, you need to see Abby's change of mind and change of heart because she spent all this time trying to kill Ellie, hunting down, finding Ellie, going through hell. Ellie, the same thing, going through hell to get Abby. And then Abby just gives up. And you need to build that up at least. Either have a good excuse. Like if Ellie were pregnant, that'd be a great excuse. Or put the camera on Abby and stay there and let her go through the emotions in her head of like, I can kill this person, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's a cycle of violence. They don't do that. She just walks away. So that kind of annoyed me. So what happens at that point? Well, then we, um, we just kind of go to, uh, different, different things. We, we, we flash forward, um, I'm trying to remember what happens at this point. Like, Ellie, I, this might be where they show Ellie. This might actually be where they show Ellie in the house with Dina. Or maybe they go back to it. And anyway, 
so they're living a happy life, but then Tommy shows up on the horse and he's like, I found out where Abby is. And Dina's like, no, we're done with that crap. But you can see, and Ellie wants to do it. So she goes back out to hunt for Abby again. <clears throat> um, so, uh, and then that's basically the game of like, now you're going to hunt down Abby again. And you also play a little bit as Abby. Abby gets captured by this new faction that joins in. They're called the Rattlers. We don't really know much about them. They just seem like weird sociopaths. Um, so that they kind of get introduced abruptly. But long story short, Abby gets kidnapped. She gets tied up. <clears throat> and then you're playing as Ellie and you come up upon Abby. And when 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 I found Abby, I did not realize it was her. She was like really emaciated because normally Abby was like swole right throughout the game. But when you find her like being like basically crucified in this, like in the rain and the, the fog, uh, creepy scene, by the way, like she looks like different dudes. She lost a lot of weight and Ellie lost a lot of weight. They both look like hell basically. So we're culminating to end real quick. I do want to talk about before we talk to the ending, um, I do want to talk about the, uh, there was this weird boss battle um, kind of near the end of the game. It really, this is another mi minor complaint of mine. The game has like felt really kind of grounded and real and every kill kind of mattered. Then I fought this boss fight that almost looked like something out of like Resident Evil where it was like this giant sort of mutating like amorphous blob of zombie parts and it just felt ridiculous and like it was scary and it was cool but i feel like it was out of place and i i did not like that in a resident evil game that would be perfect and amazing because it was it was fun and it was cool looking but it did not feel apropos of the last of us so i just want to talk about that real quick that 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 boss battle it just was weird and i i, I Overall, even though I kind of liked it, <clears throat> I think it was out of place because for as scary as it was, I was kind of like I was almost almost laughing. Like, what is this? What am I playing right now? What happened to Last of Us? Uh, OK, I want to talk about that. Um, <clears throat> well, let's get to the ending, I suppose. So Ellie cuts down Abby from the crucifixion crucif pole or whatever. And she's like, they're both there. They're looking like hell, you know, clear symbolism, like the dark beach, the rain and all that. And uh, Abby, oh, because Abby's friend Lev is in the boat and she wants to like protect her. So Abby's like, I, I got to go. And Ellie's like, no, we're going to do this. <clears throat> and um, Abby's like, I don't want to do it. And I think Ellie at that point, was like, okay, well, if you don't want to do this, I'm going to kill your friend Lev. So basically, it comes down to this final showdown of Ellie and Abby. And this time, unlike the theater, you're playing as um, Ellie. And it's this whole scene where you're just kind of like slashing. It's a very brutal, very just <clears throat> visceral scene. Like, it was really powerful. And it kind of culminates to like Ellie holding down Abby under the water and you're having to press X to do that. And you're like, I don't want to do this. This is so like evil. And like, that's one of the high points of the game. It's like, man, 
they make you do things that you do not want to do and you feel really uncomfortable. And that is like never a thing in, in video games. <clears throat> because normally you're just going through video games and you're a murder machine and you're like, whatever, you know. Um, you're playing Assassin's Creed, you're playing Call of Duty, you're just kind of blowing away dudes. Occasionally you feel kind of bad, but not that bad. Uh, but this game, man, it's like, wow. So you're holding underwater and I'm thinking like, okay, now we're going to kill, we're going to kill Abby, you know, as much as I hate to do it, we're going to do it. But guess what? At the very end, Ellie lifts her up and that's that. Let's Abby go away. (sighs) Okay. It was a powerful scene. And it subverted my expectations, I guess, sort of again. But man, it, it also feels like a little bit like a bummer. I feel like they cheated again. Because as much as I did not want to participate in that or even witness it, and as much as I don't want Ellie to be the monster that she kind of is, I feel like you've 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 built up the game so much at this point. Where's the revenge tale? Just let me get the revenge on Abby. Let me let me get that kill, even though I don't want to, even though I sympathize with Abby. And I sympathize with Ellie. They're both monsters. I don't want to kill Abby, but you know what? I spent the whole game <clears throat> on this revenge tale. And I feel like not killing either one of them, it felt like they cheated a little bit. It felt like they wanted to have the emotions of of you doing something you don't want to, but then pulling back right at the end, not going all the way. I feel like they should have went all the way and made me made me do the deed to the end. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's my opinion. That was a real bummer for me. It's not, it's still an amazing game. And I know some people have given it 10s. And I think, I don't know if I were to review it. If I would have, if I would give it a 10, um, part of me would simply because no game has really just the emotions and the cinematic storytelling. Like they really, it's so powerful. I just wish they went all the way with it. Um, And I'm really curious to see what other people say. Please let me know in comments what you think. I'm going to start watching discussions online on podcasts and everything because I wanted to go into this completely blind and form my own opinions and see. I'm really curious. Maybe people really loved um, the way it ended. Uh, And again, I don't hate it. I think I think it's it's a good ending. Uh. And but I feel like they cheated just like they did in the theater where they should have killed somebody off. They should have made me do it. Go all the way. That's my opinion. All right. So I guess. What time are we at? I guess that's it. It's going to be a short podcast because we are uploading this on YouTube. Make sure to check me out on the Captain Spandex on YouTube and Twitch. Um, A couple other notes here before we cut away here is that. um, Yeah. Ellie went nuts. It was really interesting to see the main character go crazy she kept having these flashbacks and by the way the actual ending was she goes back to the shack dean is not there the house is empty she one interesting thing too i want to talk about i almost forgot is that you pick up the guitar and you do this throughout the game and they have this really cool guitar mechanic where i don't know if i have a controller near me but like 
the touchpad on the PS4 controller <clears throat> plays the guitar, and you can switch the notes, switch the key, so you can play like a G chord and strum it, and it'll play an actual G chord. It'll put her fingers in the right positions, and you can even pluck individual notes. Um, so it's amazing. You can like do songs on it. People have been doing tons of songs. Best use of touchpad ever. But at the end, you go pick up the guitar, and she can't play. You're playing it, and I didn't like. I noticed. I'm like, am I not hitting these buttons? I'm. It's late. Maybe I'm not doing this right. But she's not. She can't play anymore too well. She did lose some fingers too, by the way, in the whole battle versus Abby. Freaking bit her fingers off, man. Brutal scene. But um, yeah, she couldn't really play anymore, and so it was obviously symbolic because the guitar was her like connection to uh to Joel. Joel taught her guitar at the beginning of Last of Us too, and uh. So that was like kind of like her physical connection to Joel, perhaps her only physical connection. And she lost that. So it's kind of interesting. I'm like, and then she just sets off into the world. So that was, that actually was powerful because it like, to me, it symbolized that all this revenge has made her lose connection with what matters to her. The whole point of this revenge was for Joel you know, for her love for Joel. But now she doesn't even have that connection anymore because she can't play the guitar. She can't, it's not that there anymore. So in a way it's kind of dark because like, yeah, she lost that connection for which she was fighting so hard for. But it also, I guess, is kind of light because maybe it's saying she let go of the past and she just needs to like live her own life now and, and stop being so focused on that. So it's that part's a really interesting um, ending to it. Um, but I think that would have worked if she killed Abby just as much, you know. Um, and that's a little bummer. She should have killed Abby. But anyway, so that was that was the actual ending. The game is all about revenge, but it's also all about perspective. It is all about sort of uh breaking out of your little bubble that you live in and breaking this sort of cycle of violence because it's like you fear the unknown. You fear these things that seem foreign to you. Uh, and um, you get so caught up in your own world, in your own head, uh, that everything else seems foreign or mysterious or even dangerous so you can't trust that so that, that's also what it's about is perspective because abby is seen as this horrible monster and she kind of is but then you play as her and you're like okay she's just like ellie man she's just growing up in this crazy world she's pretty young and um she's she's doing bad things but it's a terrible world and it's not justifying what they've done it's just more saying that we need to fix the world if we want to fix people. and But you also need to fix people if you want to fix the world. It's, it's this weird thing. Um, it's hard to explain. But, you know, <clears throat> I don't want to say you're a victim of circumstance, but it, it is when you're in that world it's complicated because you can't justify these horrible actions. You cannot justify it. But at the same time, you can at least empathize and understand and want to fix that world. Because I did feel bad, especially for Ellie, because Ellie, I do think has actual serious mental issues. She really might be a psychopath. Um, 
you know, it's it's not just about revenge with her and and anger. There is deep mental issues there, and clearly, a big part of it is environment. <clears throat> it may also be biological. She may have, uh, her family history of mental illness, and Abby. I also empathize with her, but I don't. I didn't see clear mental issue there with her. She seemed to be almost more mentally stable, even though she was nuts as well, you know, crazy as well. I don't know, man. There's a lot to unpack here. Um, <clears throat> do we have any other notes? No, I think that's it. All right. It's a short podcast. It's a long YouTube video. Uh, but I had to talk about this stuff because I just beat it <clears throat> finally. And I am super curious what other people think about this game. Um, I know it got review bombed because I guess people, you know, whatever. It's a whole thing. They don't like, they're they're bothered by other people's uh, sexuality, which I don't understand. Um, so I know there was that, uh, which it's just weird, by the way, like, to be so concerned about who you're attracted to, it's creepy. You should stop it. Like, I honestly don't care what consenting adults are into. And I don't, I just don't care. Like, who cares? That's, that's nothing to do with it. Anyway, so it got review bomb. It did get some 10s. Game Informer gave it a 10. Um, I'm just really curious to hear what you guys think in the comments. Uh, this... There is it, This is not a bad game. Anybody who gives us a score of less than 7 out of 10, I, I just think is flat out wrong, and I think they're seeing this in a biased way. Now, that doesn't mean it's a 10 objectively. I personally might give it a 10 simply because it pushes the boundaries of cinematic storytelling, of writing, of just doing things that only games can do and making you really in the shoes of that person and really feeling their emotions, totally empathizing both good emotions and bad emotions. When Ellie killed Nora, man, that was one of the most powerful moments in gaming for me personally. I, I felt the rage in me. I felt it bubbling up and I was like, we're going to kill Nora. I'm pressing this square button, even though I know I shouldn't be doing this. And um, it it makes you understand Ellie's emotions. Incredible. So I could see it as a 10. I could see it as a 9. I could see it as an 8. When you start talking about even 7 or lower, I, I don't... I'd have to see the justifications. But that, that seems... I, I don't understand where that's coming from. Because if you look down the list, okay, graphics. Graphics are amazing. Animation is amazing. Lighting. Sound design is... I'm a big fan of sound design in games. It's something I notice all the time, more than I think a lot of people I focus in my reviews. Sound design? Sound design is so good in this. The music, the ambience. So good. Okay. What else? Uh there's plenty of game here, so if you're somebody who like really focuses on value, plenty of game here. 
Oh, there's also too a lot of great accessibility options, like incredible accessibility options, and I absolutely love that. I hope more games do that so we can get more people playing games who may have trouble with accessibility. They also have this crazy thing in New Game Plus where you can enter these like cheat codes basically, and it's kind of amazing. You could put the whole game in 8-bit mode, you could put the whole game in 4-bit mode, including visuals and or audio. You can change all kinds of different filters, have it look like a, a freaking Telltale Walking Dead game. You can have it black and white. You can have it pixelated. Um, you can have infinite ammo, infinite crafting. Uh, so I love that about that. And I'm actually tempted. to. I wasn't going to New Game Plus. I never do Game Plus, but having all these filters and cheats might make the game really fun. Um, so uh, so this is that. A lot of accessibility. Um what else would you talk about in the game? What you would talk about the story? The story is told super, super well. Now we can disagree on the, on the the twists of the story, but I don't think I had problems with some of the way they cheated with the emotions. But it certainly would not drive a game down to a seven. So we have all that. Um, <clears throat> Gameplay is super tight. It's not buggy at all. I've ran into a little couple weird things, but nothing major. Um, so I just don't see where you'd get to a seven on this. Um, if you just look down the list at all the things you would when reviewing a game, but let me know what you think. I, I'm super curious to see this video is going on long. Thank you guys so much for watching. I appreciate it. And uh, oh, man, I can't wait to put my, my game of the year video uh, uh, my top 10 games of the year because this I think it has to make it I wasn't going to put it on here too when I when I first played it months ago but coming back second half is where the game's at um, alright that's a podcast it's a short podcast a long video thank you guys so much for watching I'm on Podbean, Apple, iTunes, YouTube and Twitch Patreon and all that I appreciate it very much and um, definitely let me know what you think I'm super curious and uh, bye all right, podcast, I just left YouTube, so um, thank you guys, and uh, I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.